last week to interview two of the most famous poets now let's meet the greatest heroes of ancient greece let me introduce the general miltades who is the commander-in-chief in the athenian army in the famous battle of marathon which took place in september 490 bc thank you general for accepting this interview we have all heard about the battle of marathon and usually we know vaguely about an extraordinary run which had stricken our minds and we still to this day commemorate the run of 42 kilometers the marathon so general Mitaldes, could you please explain to us what happened in the battle of marathon absolutely before talking about the battle let me explain to you the reasons of this war against the persian empire greece at the time was a mosaic of city-states bound by civilization the real superpower in the fifth century bce was the immense persian empire but since his coronation darius the great king was getting more and more irritated by the rebellious greek cities in asia minor when these greek cities all finally rebelled two continental greeks cities Erita and Athens supported them openly. After Darius tamed the rebellions, he decided to teach a lesson to the defiant cities. Erita was burned to the ground, its whole population taken into slavery. Then Darius focused on Athens. The Persian strategy was clever. They decided to attract the Greek army away from Athens in order to take the city by sea, so the Persian armies landed some 40 kilometers northeast of Athens. So what was your strategy? How do you fight a terrible force of 20,000 ferocious experienced soldiers with only 11,000 of Athenian citizens? We had the choice between marching out and confronting them to the plains of the marathon and having to confront their superior cavalry or waiting for them at Athens. The decision was to be made by the assembly. I was afraid of factions within Athens which wanted a Persian victory in order to take power. I finally persuaded the assembly and the Athenian forces set out. A messenger was sent to Sparta to ask them for their support, but the filthy Spartans replied that they would bother only after their religious festival six days later. We were let down by the Spartans, the only city which came to our support and fought with us were the citizens of Plataea. So if I understand correctly, it was only the citizens of Athens against the mighty Persian Empire. It wasn't even a real army. Absolutely. We'd hastily assembled an army with all the men we could. So we had 10,000 Athenians and 1,000 Athenians. The unprofessional army was to be commanded by 10 different generals, each taking the command for one day, um, which is, of course, ridiculous. Thankfully, four of the generals gave me their command, and I was able to take the leadership. How did you defeat the 20... How did you defeat 20,000 experienced Persian soldiers with only 11,000 hoplites? And could you please explain, what is the hoplite? A hoplite was the most common type of heavily armed foot soldier from the 7th to the 4th century BCE, and all the citizens were sufficient, with sufficient means were expected to have their equipment and go to war when called upon. In Athens, we had a system of compulsory military service for 18 to 20-year-olds, but during a war, all male citizens up to the age of 60 had to join the armed forces. In pitched battles, the Greek army forced a single phalanx of 10,000 men, a kilometre wide, eight ranks deep, protected by a wall of overlapping shields with a hedge of spear blades projecting above. So the Persians were waiting for us on the plain of Marathon. 
having chosen the perfect battlefield for their cavalry. We stopped our army on the, on the two hills which overlooked the plain. For an obscure reason, the Persians decided to board their cavalry back on their vessels to attack Athens. I chose this moment to strike. We literally ran towards the Persian infantry cho um, to, in phalanx. Our speed terrified our enemies. They completely panicked and tried desperately to retreat and board their ships. In a single afternoon, um, we Athenians defeated the mighty Persian army. We killed more than 6,000 Persian soldiers and only lost 192 of our men. It's an incredible and awesome victory. You must have celebrated this with extraordinary success. Not at all. We had to rush back as fast as possible to Athens to protect our city, our families. We ran as fast as we could and after eight excruciating hours we were in Athens. The Persian fleet arrived one hour later and realising that we were back and ready to fight, they finally gave up and sailed back. We had won. How do you explain your incredible victory? After more than 2,500 years of reflection in the underworld, I believe that our victory is due to the determination of the fathers, the husbands, the brothers and the citizens of Athens to protect their families, their livelihood, their freedom. We were fighting for our existence. Whereas our Persian enemies were fighting for more, more money, more loot, and they were divided. They came from different parts of Pers the Persian Empire. They did not even speak the same language. They, didn't, they did not want to die. Well, we were determined to die to protect our beloved. Till this day, I truly believe that it is the main reason of our victory. There was also the mistake that the Persian commandment to board their cavalry too soon, which enabled us to strike. Last but not least, the Persian soldiers had also almost no protection, whereas our hoplites were heavily shielded and our organisation in phalanx proved to be extremely effective. What about the record set by the messenger sent to Ma from Marathon to inform the Athenians of their victory and the sailing of the Persian ships towards Athens? Is it commemorated by the famous 40 kilometres run and named Marathon? Oh, we sent a soldier who ran without any stop from Marathon to Athens. He died from exhaustion after telling his message. The extraordinary achievement is commemorated since the modern Olympics day in 1896. We also had sent a messenger from Athens to Sparta who ran 250 kilometres in 36 hours. What were the consequences of this victory? It was an extraordinary propaganda victory. The marathon was seen as a proof of Athens being blessed by the gods. The Athenian treasury at Delphi was built out of the spoils of the battle. The Persians retreated and Darius died to be succeeded in 486 by Xerxes. For the mighty Persian Empire, this defeat was merely a setback. For the Greeks, it was a mythical victory. For every Greek, there was no doubt that Xerxes would come back. And what about your role and your life, being the hero for this extraordinary victory? After being celebrated, I was trusted in the spring of 489 BC with a fleet of 70 ships on an extraordinary expedition to conquer the renegade islands that had sided with Persia. Unfortunately, my mission was not a success, and on my return to Athens, there was an outcry of indignation orchestrated by my rivals, the Alcimoides. In fact, Dying of gangrene after a leg wound suffered in battle became infected. For the time of the trial, I was even thrown to prison. Some of my former friends and admirers even asked the death penalty for me. I was in complete shock. Um, finally, I was fined 50 talents and thrown to prison that I would die of gargoyles.
So even if everyone recognised that it was my leadership that made our victory possible, my fellow citizens still treated me terribly. It demonstrates that life can be extremely unfair.